Claps are a problem when you have superpowers. Red Daughter is supposed to kill Kara. I, I probably should have led with that. Red Daughter kills Kara. No, no, no. I should have led with that. Telling Alex the truth could make her go insane. Brainy loses his boxes. Dreamer and Martian Manhunter are caught red-handed, and you picked on the wrong girl. Your life could mean so much, but instead you fly around in a cheerleader skirt. Hope, help, and compassion for all. That's what Supergirl really stands for. Take the grass, please! We are talking Supergirl Season 4, Episode 21, Red Dawn. The AfterBuzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz did you know all things have sunlight? Did you know this? Did you know sunlight is in all things? Yes, we are all one. That was yeah. phenomenal. No. Did you didn't know, know that? that? We are all one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. As Zach pointed out during the watch. There's sun there. We definitely went full Avatar on this episode. <laughs> we did. did. And we're going to go full a- Avatar on this After Buzz After Show right. as we are talking all things Supergirl Season 4, Episode 21, Red Dawn. Allow me to introduce our illustrious panel. All the way to my left, we have the red-headed sensation, Heather Wake is in the building. What up, guys? I'm actually only about like 80% sunlight, though, so... You're only 80 percent and the rest is 20% darkness. Yes, you are. And glad to have him back straight from Kaznia. Zach is here. <laughs> I am back, yes. Zach attacked. Not, not from Kaznia. How was Kaznia? It was great? You had a good time? It was dull. Uh, was it? Because I would think with the fact that they're invading the U.S., it was probably pretty popping over there. Or, or empty, maybe. But then again, who cares what I think? I'm the host. My name is Teron, and I will be hosting this little panel of ours. And all of you at home are part of this panel, too, if not as much more so than all of us. So keep those comments coming, because we have a, a Swayze expert in the booth. Steven is taking care of those comments for us today. Hey. Today, we are talking Supergirl Season 4, Episode 21, Red Dawn. Breaking it down, Alex needs to know. Kara gets out. Lockwood finds out. Lena gets a gift on Mother's Day. Aww. <laughs> Brainy has something to say. Wookie Gambit. Brainy loses his little boxes. Bad Brainy, or should I say badass Brainy. Project Claymore. Paper Tigers. Red Daughter. Red Flag. That's for sure. <laughs> Lex Luthor. Hero? News and gossip special segment, Who You? Where we pick the scene that related to, to us the most. And, of course, predictions and much, much more. Let's begin with overall thoughts on this episode. Heather Wake, could you please enlighten us? Who, me? Yeah, I I mean, this was definitely one of my more favorite episodes as of late. And it definitely gave me Fern Gully feels at the end with all the Ooh. all the light photosynthesis. I was like, oh, yes, there's life everywhere. You just had a did that throwback. Yeah, feel you know? into the trees, Kara. It's great. Can you just keep it with the avatar? Trump Charles. Oh, sorry, you're right. She, she, she one upped. She, she one upped your yeah, avatar. You did. said avatar. She said Fern Gully. Yes. I'm going to go with Red Dawn. I'm going to go with there's a Red Dawn feel <laughs> that to That reminds me just of Red Dawn. Yeah, you're right. I did. Um, and as a Brainy fan. The one with Patrick Swayze. I just want to make sure everyone knows. Please. Um, and as a Brainy fan, I this was a great episode for all Brainy fans. I mean, kind of sad also since, you know, he's gone. Sort of. Well, yeah. A cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. You know what uh, he's doing today? Trying to take over the world. That's right. That's a pinky in the brainy flow. Anyway, Zach, ah, what were your overall nice. thoughts on this episode? Uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. It's getting good. Um, it sucks Only that one more episode one to go. One more episode to go. Yeah, I know I haven't been here uh, for the past two, three episodes, but uh, was watching alongside of you guys and had to say I, I certainly enjoyed a lot of what was happening and, uh, you know, stories again wrapped up. 
uh, seeing the the close of things, and uh, it's more concise. I feel like getting to this point that we've all been waiting for, and uh, you know, this, tonight's episode got us that step closer. Interesting. My overall thoughts are this episode was amazing. There we you go. finally got the show that we might not have deserved, but we all needed. Hold on, <laughs> is that how Batman says it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is that this show was full of uh, it was full of betrayal. It was full of hope. It was full of promise. It had great writing. It was funny. It was sad. It was adventurous. It was exciting. I enjoyed this episode immensely. We got everybody. We had Martian Manhunter. He's back. Dreamer. She's back. Uh, Brady. That's my favorite character of all time right now. That bad, bra- brainy. bad brainy is yeah. amazing. Lena is closer to knowing. Alex kind of figured it out on her own after Martian Manhunter gave, as John Jones gave this whole speech on how he closes the synapses on the synapses and the synapses on the synapses. And, <laughs> and then she said, well, you can't close the door on my sister. And then we, of course, found out that light isn't all things. The photosynthesis does not work the way we have been taught in school. Hey, and if that, you can get energy from a plant, you can fire up brain synapses. Everybody know, knows this. Supergirl is the Prius of superheroes. She just gets that energy from anywhere. Let's break this down and start it off with uh, Alex needs to know. What did you think about that storyline? We have been asking for weeks. Why... The mind wipe. Why are we even having this? And they gave us what we wanted. They removed the mind wipe. Okay, so we are talking about the mind wipe being removed. I believe that it was broken through. It seems like she has broken through. The memories have come, and she's realizing putting two and two together. But in the moment of the gravity of what was going on, I think it was just like, pump the brakes. Let me handle this one thing first. Yeah, the, the chat is full of tears over it. They... Absolutely loved it. I liked it, too, actually. I liked her struggle. It was a good, you know, lead up to finally, you know, having her memories back. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy the whole season of her – or not the whole season, but the half segment of, season, of her. Or half the of the season. season or what seemed like forever. Yeah, because the Alex witch hunt. not being yeah. in, in the know. The witch hunt for Supergirl kind of just, like, went out the window after, like, two episodes. And it's just like, why is she still wiped? We're having this, like, useless plot. Uh, being being driven, uh, which I would like to say the payoff finally paid off in this episode. The payoff, I don't believe, paid off. What it was is this was amazingly well-written and was a great scene. Had there was no buildup, that was the difference. The buildup was, had this been a conflict throughout the other season, uh, the other episodes, I think we have had this for about six episodes now. So if that was the payoff, if we had five episodes or even four episodes of Alex struggling with it and then Mm. we get this payoff through the sensation I'm losing my loved one and that's what the the cause was that would be a payoff right now what we got was a really good episode we got a I feel like a condensed version of it because in what you had just said she even had that little diatribe about you know uh the quick realization of Kara saying oh yeah I, I had a sister she's like oh well then yeah you understand it's like my heart is somewhere else it touched my heart. I was just like pulling out the strings. I was Do you like, have a sister, Zach? I have a brother. A younger uh, brother. It's not the same. It's not <laughs> the same. If you had a sister, you would know. She said that like five times. Duh. That's what Alex said. Uh-huh. Do you have a sister? Oddly enough, my uh, brother's no. name is Alex. My my so. parents thought they reached perfection the first time. So. Interesting. That's yeah. that's well. It took us five. So anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's get to that. Let me let me let me hear your thoughts on the Alex needs to know. 
I I agree with Zach in that I liked the condensed version. I guess only since everything had gotten drawn out, and I at this point was like ready for the mind memory thing to be done. I thought it was kind of interesting that you know Alex gains her memory, Brainy in a way loses his memory, so we're still like dealing with the memory swipe or memory wipe thing in some way. But uh, leaving it to Alex, I mean, I I actually kind of like liked the build up of the flashbacks too. Um, of them being younger sisters together. I thought it was like a nice build-up within the episode of leading up to that. I, and I love the moment where she... I just thought it was a really nice performance, too. I mean, Alex is always kind of like the heart of the episode a lot of times. If Kara isn't, Alex is, you know? And she did a great performance, I thought. Interesting. I, I've actually... I'm going to have to disagree and say I don't feel like... Alex is the heart. She's always the tough one, the badass, the one who's kind of there. There's a couple times where she's become emotional, but for the most part, the only time she ever becomes emotional is when it comes to Kara. And this was a perfect position where she was the heart, soul, and the emotional uh, catharsis of this episode. We had this feeling through her acting. We felt like she had a connection to her sister. We saw the dream in the first part. And then upon seeing Supergirl in action, she realized that in a cape, the girl with the glasses, when she takes on, takes those glasses off, that's my sister. <laughs> and it broke through, and it was fun, and it was exciting, and it was a bit emotional. There was a there were a little bit of goosebumps, little goosebumps. I will admit when she when she like you know grabbed the plants and started like planting them on Kara, I was like, oh come on, that's Take not going grass, to work, please. Of course, it's gonna work. She did I know, that scene that very well, though. She she sold it. I that was scene convinced could have been that... a silly scene, and it was not because of how it was portrayed. Yes, her, all of her love for Car, which has been a buildup for the like the entire multiple seasons. You've seen how much love she has for her. That's all I got to say. Well, here's, here's the thing. I hope that uh, some plant enthusiasts don't say, "Well, why did we kill some grass for that scene?" <laughs> right. That could be a thing. But take the grass, please. That makes you think there is light in all things. Did you think Alex needed to know? Oh yeah, for the audience at least, for us to be, for us to get back into some kind of homeostasis between Kara and Alex. Yeah, I was ready for this mind erase thing to to be be done. We had another DEO situation where someone else needed to know. Colonel Haley needed to know that uh, President Baker was against them. Yeah, and she was on board fairly quickly. Did you guys enjoy that storyline? I feel like her storyline is kind of just getting lost. You know, just kind of being tossed aside. Uh, oh, she's off in Washington, or she's uh, with her daughter, you know, this episode. Um, she came in really strong. Uh, I almost thought she was going to be a love interest for Alex. Um, but now... I still feel more chemistry between Haley and Alex than Jimmy's sister and Alex. <laughs> just going it's 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 you know, it's baking it's it's you know <laughs> gestating. Give it some time. Give it some time. They're definitely in the friend zone. I'm really like when you're just asleep and they're not even there's a separation. Right. <laughs> Let's just uh, put a blanket on you, push it away. And I prefer that personally. I prefer them being friends. I yeah, don't want I don't them to need be them forced. To I don't need that. Yeah. I don't know where I was going. But, but the Colonel Haley, we were talking about Colonel Haley. Did you right. enjoy the way she came in and came on board? Before we oh, would have seen a very reluctant was, yes. Colonel Haley. 
very much so. But this yeah. Colonel Haley believes it, and it has a lot to do with her looking into Project Claymore and not being able to find anything out. And then she finds out that the uh, six scientists that worked on it, the six engineers, were all put to sleep with the with the shovel a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They're six feet under. I I kind of feel like when Colonel Haley first came in, as far as an antagonist go, it was like a little bit wobbly and weak. And I'm going to say as a... Wobbly and weak in what way? In that she didn't seem like um, as much of a threat as she could have been. Maybe it was just compared to the other like villains everybody else was dealing with. And now that she's supposed to be an ally, she's also not as helpful either. So I, I kind of, I'm just, long story short, kind of agreeing with you in that uh, I do, her Are you questioning the fact lost. of why she even exists on the show at this point? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Other than it's a connection to the DEO. She was supposed to be an antagonist, and she never antagonized, or not enough. She did a couple times, and then it kind of got lost in the shuffle. You know what it was? I think they tried surprising us with that whole, uh, I'm a badass, I'm going to be hard on you guys, but I do have a nice soft side. Mm -hmm. Like, you should actually learn how to trust me. I can't remember what episode it was, but like... Alex was surprised, and she's like, "Oh, uh, you know." When they revealed it, the daughter, I think that's what. Her, it, no, Haley. I think it was something else. She had mentioned that she's just she's reasonable within reach. You know, if 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 Alex asks for something that's needed, she'll look at both sides and understand it. Um, nine times out of ten, it's the opposite of what Alex wants. But there's that one time, and uh, well, it seems like it's been way. Way more than uh, one out of ten. It looks now like it it's, is. Yeah, I mean, we're going uh, that's four the, out of ten, yeah, if nothing yeah. else. Because the, there's four times Colonel Haley has given good it. Odds. That's what the progression has been. It was really the antagonist hard ass, and now it's just really she's softening, softening, yeah. softening. But I think that's also because she's been duped so many times, and it's just like, you know, would you really believe the president would? Uh, you know, the highest form would be, you know, taking advantage of uh, of you. Like she's put into this position at the DEO, so. Um, it's something hard to believe, I would think. Well, At and I just thought. want to go to something Heather said. No, 4 out of 10 is not good odds. 56.3% would be some mm. good odds, especially for what we deal with. And 56.3% of all of you at home leave comments. We'd be in a great position. That would be a great position. You know what? I also have a few other suggestions as to what would be putting us in a great position. And I'm not going to do it with music. That's great. Okay. So, hey, guys, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. There it is. Ha-ha. And for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. First, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Thank you very much. Then you could give us a rating on iTunes. How about that? Or you could leave us a comment. That would be wonderful. Thank you for being part of AfterBuzz. It means so much to us. I think we could say that if you did, we would love you 3,000. I know it's a little bit off topic, but you'll know what we mean. And thank you for supporting all of us in doing what we love. I don't know what love you 3,000 means. (laughs) Sorry, you'll get it. It's a Detective Pikachu reference. I don't know what the Supergirl reference of love you 3,000 means. (laughs) I I do know that Brainy was going to try to tell Nia, I love you. And did not get there. Let's talk about Brainy. Brainy had something to say. How I love that interaction between him and um, uh, John. Uh, no, not John. Um, Lena. Lena and uh, who else was there? Alex. And he's just like rattling things off, and I have to say, I love her. <laughs> and I'm and going to tell like, her I love her. Yeah, they're like, mm, what? Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You uh, go, girl. Yeah, right. I know. I do love that. It was kind of like a nerdy guy telling a couple of girls that he's going to go profess his love to another girl. <laughs> yeah. 
That was pretty cool. It was a, it was a very good moment. It's the brainy that we've been accustomed to. It's not the brainy that stayed around, but saying that he finally came to a decision to tell Nia that he is in love with her, and we all kind of anticipated and waited and hoped that it would happen, and it never came about. Oh my gosh, this unrequited love. Is this a dragged out storyline, or we appreciate what they're doing? I'm hmm. going to have to say it's going to be dragged out now. Do you think I, it's dragged yeah, out? Yeah, the chat has kind of gone wild with it. Like, does he love her still? Does he not? Is he not? In love he with has her? no emotions. So he no. has no, no emotions. Yeah, that's that what really I was quick. saying. Yeah, I was thinking. There's a part of him. Maybe he will have uh, an Alex 1% moment that blossoms into a, uh, to 100. I don't know. He said he's been rebooted. So, in. Essentially, he's no longer the same brainy. No. He's he's become something different. Well, I will say this, that I would have thought the storyline was dragged out if this wasn't the way they went about it, where we got brainy. Now, that's a brainy 3000. This is what we're talking. Brainy becomes a badass brainy. <laughs> I loved that storyline. I love badass brainy. I love this guy. I've always liked Brainiac, and now I remember why. Oh, yeah. Because he's arrogant. He's just too smart. Yeah, he should be. He's I know. a ninth degree in- intellect. This is what a ninth degree 12th. intellect, 12th degree intellect is supposed to act like. I yeah. do remember thinking bef- before that whole incident, when they're when they're planning the Wookiee Gambit thing, just thinking, you know, like they have this high, highly intellectual asset, and yet, you know, it's still full of mistakes. Well, that's the and trope was, of CW shows. I mean, on The Flash, Barry Allen is like a, a re- extremely smart a scientist and they just dumb him down. Yeah, completely. it's like you can't be a good guy and be a genius, apparently. No. And now that they've made him bad, it's like, oh, finally, you get to be this... A badass. Yeah, yeah they did the same thing with John Jones. I mean, he's supposed to be extremely smart sure. and extremely powerful, comparable to Superman, and he's just totally nerfed. In what way? John? Yeah. He just seems like a very weak character that's not utilized. Granted, I know it's the Supergirl show, and it's about her, but John just is off somewhere always when, like, push comes to shove and they absolutely need him. You know, like, he was scouting. He could have just went invisible, walked into the into the uh, place and, and, and... Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Yeah, you know, essentially do more for what he needed to do for the for that little uh, outing, and um, they just have him fly off and hover, you know? Well, that's what they... It often happens. I can understand where yeah. you're going. It's but frustrating, but I, we, I, I get why. Are we what, why and uh, on board from. with Badass Brainy, though? Do we I prefer him? Board. Yes. Oh, yeah. At least... I mean, I, I already miss... Here's the thing. I'm on board with it because the way that they were going in terms of storyline mm-hmm. was... Yeah. was Let's say that reboot didn't happen and they did fall in love. That will essentially, if they do get together, will change the timeline. And that's what he's been trying to uh, defend this entire time by not telling her, like, what her parent, uh, her powers are and, like, about her people and all that stuff. And, like, let's just say they did fall in love and got married. It just messes up whatever timeline because now Brainy stays in the in the past with her, 
and God knows what she becomes, you know. Well, it messes of, it up. It never comes to fruition because then he's never created, or made, or born, or however, or however brainies are done. Well, and it doesn't go back in the past. Oh, no. That's yeah. the wibbly-wobbly truth about time travel. Exactly. Um, so it's good that they did this now because it kind of makes the everything back on track. They're not going to fall in love. You know, she obviously has resentment for him for – I. Obviously, they're gonna, you know, come out with a win on this one. I would, I would assume. We shall see. Yeah, we shall see how it goes. Yes, Heather. Oh, I was just gonna say, and kind of like what we mentioned with Colonel Haley, how uh, her storyline and purpose sort of has gotten lost. I feel like if they had not had this turn with Brainy, his storyline, his place in this whole arc would would also kind of fall to the wayside, and he would have the intellectual quip here and there and sort of help out with the, the way he, that he's been doing. Now it's, I think, a meatier thing to deal with. I am... I am on board with what you guys are saying. <laughs> okay. And I understand but. it. And I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. And I respect both of it. Where's the However, <laughs> I don't care. I just like Badass Brainy. I prefer Badass Brainy. And Badass Brainy's smarter... He's badder and he's awesome. And I love, he took out Martian Manhunter and you'll move again in two two minutes and 45 seconds. That's enough time for them to capture you. Certainly more increases our odds. It's more efficient. It's dangerous for sure, but I like it. I like this guy. Um, I also have a habit of liking the evil characters of the good characters. It's true. Because they are more efficient. And so, yes, for the time being, Bad Brainy is going to be my favorite. The way Brainy loses his little boxes, however, wow, that was a gut-wrencher. He gets tortured into it while trying to defend Dreamer. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy scene. And anytime they have those like torture chairs in like warehouses, I'm always like, why do they have these? Well, to torture, this, but, yeah, yeah, to torture. Just to moment, torture. They, or, they actually, if you go on Amazon Prime, it's actually if you type in torture chair, ah, it pops right up. It's I hope the, it's on sale. Yeah, it, it usually is. It's a good thing. <laughs> Um, they, Props they to the actor. He, that was a very good scene. It they, wasn't just a good scene. Actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it was extremely good acting. Jesse Rath held it down. Yeah. The, the it changing that. from changing from Brainy that we know to efficient bad Brainy, there was a difference in character. It wasn't just... Oh, there's it, it multiple tone. characters there. Yeah. There was, there was, a, there was the mix between... Uh, the bad and yeah, the, brain, the, go, the, the rebooting. Yeah, there's a, a wavelength of it. It was wild to see him, and it, it was an emotional roller coaster. And the, the tears and just he wasn't the only one that had that roller coaster. Nope. Uh, the actor who plays Ben Lockwood, Sam Woodward, had to play a bit brainy before they got caught. Oh, that was so the great. Wookie Gambit. That was excellent acting too. There was definitely there are nuances to each character, and they nailed it. I got a William Shatner out of him. Did you get that? I I thought he nailed brainy. Yeah. I saw brainy. So Wookie Gambit. That is the. Pretend you took someone as a prisoner gambit. It has a 56.3% chance of them getting caught. That went to 100% really quickly. Real quick. Brainy is horrible with percentages. I'm just going to let you know how that works. But bad Brainy, I have a feeling, will be much better. Much better. Mm. Much better. Much better. Uh, Let's get into Ben Lockwood's story. Lockwood finds out everything. Or almost. What did you think about that? I just how how many more disappointments can this guy take before he like just goes off the demon? Which I guess is this episode because yeah, I mean his wife, his father, his son. Now his son, 
he's just everything. And he now the truth. And now Lex has been pulling his and Lex Lex didn't make him put on the mask. Yeah. Mm. That's a real thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing you did that you thought made you a man. <clears throat> Not actually your thing. Nope. Sorry about it. Everything. We they set him up. Lex is the master chess player. That he is. So did we did we find this to be possibly a redeeming story arc for Lockwood? Like he will have redemption out of well, this? Well, he did not like the fact that Lex was the one behind everything. He really didn't know. Even Lena could tell that. Yeah. I mean, I always, I mean, again, it was it was an episode of great performances. I like watching Sam Witwer, you know, see the, the uh, wires start firing off. Uh, and I loved the the scene with him and Otis. Where, where, you know, Otis is just like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, it's cool. Everybody wins. It's a win, win, win. And you can just see him, like, seething. And then it's like, now that I told you, gotta kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know how this is, man. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Just gotta kill you And now. then even even when Otis dies, it's like, that was harsh, bro. <laughs> you just took out the kryptonite. I don't know if Otis is dead, but he's definitely, whenever Metal loses his kryptonite, down. he's powered yeah. down. He's kind of completely powered He's out down. of commission. Yeah, he's out of commission for the time being. Uh, we do get the understanding of Paper Tigers, and that's the uh, the false plot that Lex is planning, where Kaznia attacks, but that's not the end of the story. Then Lex thwarts the attack and looks like the hero. Yep. I mean, this is very Lex? in character again, apropos. So I suppose it's only fitting. It's such a Lex thing to do. It's uh, watching this happen and understanding Lex and Lex's character. Lex is the master puppeteer. He's the one always pulling the strings. He knows what he's doing. It would actually not even surprise me if we found out that Lex planned on going to jail just to pull off this plot. Lex is the real 12th degree intellect on this. And Lex Luthor uh, gets that play where... And the the concept of Paper Tigers, the fact that they use that in a head nod to that is really very cool. Uh, we get... Lena gets a gift on Mother's Day. So not the only Luther who gets a gift. Lena gets a gift on Mother's Day. I think it's great that this is a Mother's Day episode. And they just added it they in there. Slightly put it <laughs> in like, there. They, yeah. they threw clever. in the fact that Lena's mother... Who has always seemed to be harsh and hate Lena says I love you and means it because she has she the would, truth though. octopus. On of her course own. she was going to say that. Like that was a given. I had no doubt that yeah. that that was going to be said. Completely doubted. I thought that there was a chance that she did not love Lena. <laughs> and so did Lena. Yeah, and so did Lena. More so, actually, Lena thought so much that she refused to ask her because she was like, I already know the answer to that, and I guess she didn't. I mean, this is still going back to overall. I just feel like all of the scenes in this episode gave the perfect amount of, ten- of attention to each of the characters. You know, it didn't feel completely sporadic, but it also didn't feel overly indulgent. They, all worked, you know, it they just... all worked in tandem with each other to tell the story for the episode, where sometimes yeah. the episodes will have, like, little plot lines here and just like, why are you giving us that? And that's a throwback exactly. from, from when, and it gets convoluted. But this it's... episode was just melded together perfectly. It's almost like they only have one more episode to wrap everything up. It's weird. Hmm. Really? What is that called? Like Season finale. That's yeah. what we're getting next week. <laughs> but it's a, it's a good thing for uh, Kara to die. We had to have her live through the first part of the show, which was when she got <laughs> captured to begin with. And she's set up and she wakes up and, man, they messed with the wrong girl. Or did they? That's the guards. She takes out the guards, and then boom, Red Daughter's there with some kryptonite waiting. In a brunette wig. 
Which I will just point out that you guys didn't believe me that that was her in a wig. I definitely thought it was that uh, alien chick. Or the human chick with the alien snake serpent thing that came out on... It was quick. I think that's Men in Black. Here's the thing that I... I thought that it was someone. Just somebody. (laughs) Right you were. Yeah. And it was. And it was someone. So I'll take a half point on that. Uh, Here we have Kara come face to face with the kryptonite and of course says I've been you've been dealing with it for a couple months I've been dealing with it for 15 years badass was it I felt that red daughter I wasn't sure about the timeline is she only a couple months old I mean I thought yeah. that maybe there was a little more there was a little more development maybe well even still I think I mean uh we're supposed to believe that she's been dealing with kryptonite for much less than Kara because she hasn't been fighting against it, sure. right? You know? And she has that suit. Why didn't she just turn on the suit? I the guess suit she didn't have it at the time. Technology is just it's on you. Supposed to, yeah, but And it seems face... like it would block kryptonite. I feel like uh, that suit is a kryptonite blocker. Yeah, but I don't think she has been exposed to kryptonite yet. For I, her to, to like realize, oh, you know, I can't be around this. this with the me. amount of kryptonite that Lex had in their training facility, I am under the assumption she has been going through kryptonite kryptonite training the same way she went through red sunlight training. Mm. Mm. I don't know. She, I, I I just yeah, sort I of bought it when she said, I've been dealing with, with it for longer, that since she was sort of in captivity, that she didn't really have to deal with kryptonite because nobody was coming after her. If we remember her, but, on um, the underground, Lex had an enormous amount of kryptonite just laying around and there would be no other reason for it. Well, the only time that I think she did deal with kryptonite was when the uh, kryptonite bomb went off. Uh, this season? Yes. Oh, yeah. Was it this and season? It, and, and it went into the atmosphere. Yeah, but like, she just like went into a coma and didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. You know, So I don't believe that she should kind of uh, know what would happen if she was in front of Kryptonite. I think she knew exactly what to do. She knew enough to stay away from it. She knew enough to have it in a lead box when she presented it to Kara in the first place. And she Did she, though? Or was that just Lex telling her, you know, like, well, follow my plans, do this? Because if you notice, uh, Otis... Didn't follow what Lex said in terms of, like, don't go back to the safe house. Yeah, of course. Freaking Otis. Otis never listens to anyone. Do we know why Red Daughter is more evolved? He messed just, with her genes. Just, he just, just made the her the better. She's man made. The answer is no. No, no we don't. Ma- we're we're, we're all asking questions. Yes. <laughs> so she is a bit Haranel made and she has okay. this electric power. You could put two and two but together. But it could have been the suit. It could have been no, the suit. No, 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 no. If you look at last episode. I was putting two and two together with all the kryptonite in the underground and I was told I was wrong. <laughs> so you putting two to two together with the suit. And if she was genetically made she and altered gen- with her yeah. RNL, I don't know because there's three things. First of all, Kara was kicking her butt. Supergirl was kicking her butt for the oh, yeah. beginning of that fight all through and through. Mm-hmm. It took her a little minute to catch on. Number two, uh, it looks like Lex Luthor kicked her butt too because it seems like she's dead. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, it seems like she's dead. Yeah. Lex hasn't been ki- able to kill Supergirl, but uh looks like Red Daughter's gone. Now, I don't know if she's gone or not. I'm not going to put two and two together there. <laughs> I'm going to wait to let it happen. But I will say we did get a lot of Red Daughter this episode, which we've been waiting for. Red Daughter, Red Flag. She's been stalking cars. She even has a loft across the street. It's eerily identical. Is that part of the fan- plan or is that just part of her being a fan or a oh. stan? 
Maybe a little bit of everything. Yeah, because she's be a cocktail of stalking. Yeah, Zach, you're the calculator. Let me figure it out. <laughs> I mean, Lex. Give had us four. Told, Lex had told her like you're gonna kill Supergirl and assume her identity, and like take over and be the stand that Kaznia wants. So you know. she just happened to get an apartment across the street and study her and yeah. draw her and keep all the stuff that Lex told her to get rid of to begin with. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Looks like that equals five. Hey. She. Is a stand. She is obsessed with Kara. This is the person who she hates and loves at the same time. She becomes sad when Kara's dead after killing her. What is that roller coaster of emotion? Does she believe Kara or not? Was she sad over that? I thought she was getting summoned by Lex and like something was happening to him where she's like, oh no, I have to go save him. Little did she know he's getting beaten up. Yeah, I I interpreted it as oh, heartbeat's done. Farewell, not I mean not uh, not completely vindicated for it, but maybe a little bit softened. But then that emotional outburst when she says no, it's for something going on yonder. This is not the first time we've seen someone who was sent to kill Supergirl has found an emotional attachment to her. If you remember in <laughs> episode in season two, and especially we had we had the. Uh, the girl with the powers who was sent to kill her and then was like, oh no, she felt a certain type of way and now we get it back again. I feel like maybe Supergirl, through her uh, her desire to inspire hope, help, and compassion for all, mm-hmm. has a way of getting to people. Like and light un- she, through a leaf. And, and, and <laughs> unlike Brainy, who was very unemotional, I feel like Red Daughter was attached and felt some type of way when Kara lost her life. She thought about it. Like, I just killed myself. And we're getting... Oh, and that's right, because she did just... She saw... She witnessed Alex and her love for yes. her. Yes. And it, and it engaged because she's been studying this person throughout the whole time. So maybe, maybe we'll get more. I don't know. Do you guys think Red Daughter's dead? We saw her being carried so. in Lex's arms. God, dead I, looking. She's if she's not dead, she's given a very convincing performance. But I can't see her being dead. We set I'm all this so payoff mad. for this. Yeah, I'm so mad. That was a good fight, but I feel like there's a little. There bit has more. to be a much better there's, fight. That yeah. was what not I'm enough or a breakthrough. No. I need a breakthrough. Yes. I'm wondering if Lex thinks she's dead, or if it's all part of his act as well. If they made a deal, if she is playing dead and he's. And then in she'll on just it? wear a wig and no one will know. Yeah. That's possible. I mean, anything's possible when it comes to Lex Luthor. Uh, Lex Luthor is the hero. How did you guys portray that one? It was all too quick. They could have given us a little. They could have cut it out a different scene and, like, why didn't we get to see that? It's just like, hey, turn on the news, check it out. Lex Luthor just saved the world. Why are we not seeing that? Like the fight between? Oh, I mean, I think I think that's what the next episode is more so going to be about. I think it was more like a flashback, so that we'll get to see all of it. Yeah, I think I I think it's like we. I I assumed they they made it so quick because we're going to think the event went down one way, and then next episode we're going to find out. Oh, it actually happened this way. I hope so. I hope so, too, because it would be a shame for us to get rid of uh, Red Daughter, not see more of her, not see that fight, and she's dead. Oh, man, talk about lack of payoff. And this show right now is paying us off, so we keep going. Let's uh, let's <laughs> so play our going. special segment, Who You? <laughs> <laughs> that was an owl for all of those who don't know. Heather, Who You? That's um, where we pick a scene that relates to us the most. 
Um, the scene that relates to me the most. Uh, well, I have been told that I rip out men's hearts, so I'm going to go with the whole Otis and Ben Lockwood. Interesting. Scene. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can see you be a heart ripper. Mm-hmm. You know, That's the, what they call me. There was, this one, uh, there was this one time where you know my heart had stopped as well, and I had to rely on the power of light through grass. <laughs> So I relate to that scene a lot, actually, because like like that sounded like a metaphor for something else. Zach. <laughs> Who that knows? Sounded like it's something Mother's more. Day, not 420, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess um, the the whole little speech that Alex gave about uh, having a sister. Although I do not have a sister, I do have a brother, and know what it's like to have uh, you know someone younger that you care for. And you know, my heart goes. He's a cop, so my heart goes out to him. And you know, he's on the street, so. That's what's up. I Thank you. Thank you. Thank him for his service. Yeah. Let's go to. Uh, yes, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with uh, the brainy. I liked the brainy. You liked, so not, you not liked. what you liked. I what did like, you relate? I feel like I relate to who, bad brainy you? because am, you're more effective when you're. I'm bad. just an effective, lo- logical person. I'm not specifically so emotional, and I don't appreciate that emotional attachment as much as other people seem to do so. Ah. And I can understand it. I mean. I actually thought uh, Bad Brainy was way more attractive. If I was, <laughs> if I was Dreamer, I'd be like, oh, my God, hi. Oh my God. Hi. Exactly. How yes. are you? Bad Brainy had it going on. Chain like me to this portal. His All outfit right. even fit better. It was a whole thing. It was <laughs> a much cooler thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got a way yeah. to be. Um, we are always looking for some news and gossip to give you, and we hope to give you some more. As of right now, all we know is we definitely have a different new season coming up. After Buzz TV News. We have another season coming of Supergirl, and we're going to get much more, uh, especially since this is the last uh, season of Green Arrow. We're looking for Supergirl to take over a lot more space in the Arrowverse, that verse of the universe where it's DC Comics presenting itself on CW. Now, how is this going to play as we go into the future? We don't know. We do know that Hulu is taking a bigger part in being part of these shows, and that could change it the same way that Netflix gives a nice helping hand to a lot of shows that they have as their shows have been ripped out. We will find out, all of us together, but as of right now, fandom is hoping, as we are, that this is what the possibilities may hold. Also on the front of the Supergirl movie... We don't know. So let us know. <laughs> let us find out. And if you do, know. please send it uh, send it our way. We'd love to present a lot more. Let's talk some predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Heather Wake, are you pondering or predicting? And if so, which one of which? And what are you pondering and or predicting if they are the ponders of prediction? I am pondering the prediction of Brainy, bad Brainy, taking on Lex in but a few quick, simple strategies and him being the major bad guy we have to take down. Ooh. Yeah. What's going it's not on? Gonna in happen, your but mind, I was pondering Zach. it. I, I like that ponder. Uh, yeah, for like a fifth season kind yeah. of thing. Are you pondering or predicting, Zach? I am predicting. Well, I'm predicting that we're going to get a little bit more insight into Lex and his um, schemes. And I'm going to go as far as to say he did get to uh, modify her genetics so that he can beat her and that uh, she had a a shelf life. Uh, Red Daughter had a shelf life so that um, all of his plans can come together. I am not mad at that prediction. 
now I'm pondering, and I'm pondering, is Dreamer strong enough to astral project back? What's going to happen when Martian Manhunter and Dreamer go into this other place? It's a and, different planet, right? I, <laughs> hey, He's pondering. It's a, trans, it's a, port, a transporter. You yeah, know, it's, it's a transporter, just... but is it a different planet or a different dimension? Uh, it's a different planet. Okay. I think the only time they spoke about dimensions is um, when the Flash comes around. And they play that fast in those when... It's just the crossover. We'll see how it goes. And also, thank you. This is my ponder prediction (laughs) time, Zach. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I've been away for a while. Can you stop mansplaining my predictions? Can I just (laughs) explain what I am thinking (laughs) in this situation? And I also... Uh, I'm also pondering, predicting that Colonel Haley comes to an end. And she has a Mm. heroic end where she... Stands up for what's right instead of what is supposed to be. I like mm. that. I like that. I like that too. And I'd that like to hear what suck. you guys have to think. What's going on in the chat, Zach? Um, How, we have Elijah. Uh, Elijah Edge Turbo Russ says uh, they might join forces, Lex and Brainy. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were arguing before about, or not arguing, discussing about whether uh, Brainy is still in love or not, which we talked about so well let's let's find out give us in the comment below a yes or a no brainy yes brainy no are they still in love is brainy still in love with nia Null? let's find out and i can't wait to watch and read all your comments we of course comment back as much as possible but feel free to find us as well heather wake where can people find you if you want to be found hey yo um all across the board you can find me at batgirl wake and guys my name is zach silverman you can find me all across social media at zach with the ch silverman too Yes, you can. And, of course, I am Tron, literally, and I am Tron all across the board. And also, find me hosting a slew of other After Buzz After Shows as we talk all about your favorite TV programs. Because guess what? They're my favorite TV programs, too. Uh, this was our discussion on Supergirl Season 4, Episode 21, Red Dawn. We will be talking the season finale next week. I cannot wait. Until then, same Supergirl After Buzz time, same Supergirl After Buzz channel. See you guys next week. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.